0: Welcome back to the next community podcast. I am Angelo Luciani along with Laura Whalen. Hi, everyone. And from Tech Reckoning, John Mark Troyer. Hi, Laura. Hi, Angelo. Hi, guys. On today's podcast, our guest is Mark Brunstadt, NPX program manager, and we brought him on to chat about the recently released NPX certification from Nutanix. Yeah, Angelo. Um, you know, this is that new. St- tech certification program that Nutanix launched last week. I know we've been involved in in the launch and it's been really interesting um, to see all the input and feedback we've gotten so far. There's been a heck of a lot of buzz about it out there.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be an important step for the community and for the industry as a whole. It's important as we are changing the industry and as new technologies and new ways of using them come forward like like web scale technologies that there are trained people and trusted advisors to lead people to lead people to to being able to take advantage of these these new platforms
0: yeah this is an exciting new um new program and a lot of um mentions on on social about it a lot of folks excited uh, about it it's a huge new challenge for everyone so let, with that let's uh, jump right into the interview
2: Welcome to the Nutanix Next Community Podcast. Today we are actually welcoming back a guest, uh, actually our first repeat guest on the the podcast today. We have Mark Bernstad with us today. Hey, Mark. Hey, how are you, Twain? Oh, pretty good. I would imagine this week's been fairly busy with you. Uh, A big announcement on on your side. I won't steal the thunder. Why don't you uh, tell people uh, what's out in the wild?
1: We actually did launch the Nutanix Platform Expert mm-hmm. Certification, NPX, and we did it on St. Patty's Day. Kind of an interesting choice. There's been quite a lot of traffic. Uh, there's been a lot of uptake uh, in the media, had quite a few interviews, Been a lot of activity on Twitter, you know, in the social media as well. Uh, a lot of questions uh, people have asked, answered a lot of questions this week. It's been pretty exciting and, and uh, been a lot of interest in it. I've been really happy about that.
2: With the the launch of this and being on the last podcast that you were on, it's probably not a surprise to a lot of people that it was coming. Um, just with the your pedigree being involved now um, and your past history, was that always kind of something that you wanted to do here at Nutanix? And maybe talk about why why build NPX. Uh, the reason that we build any of these
1: enterprise architect level certifications is really to serve our customers better. And and everybody who knows me knows that, you know, that's always been a big focus of mine has been, you know, do we really want to make sure that if we have a product out there, especially one that's disruptive, you know, that we have these experts that come along with the product to make sure that, you know, the customers served well, that that we understand their business needs and then they have the confidence in us that the people that we're certifying actually have the skills to pull off these migrations. You know, and in the case of Nutanix, you know, what a disruptive technology. You're looking at completely changing the way the data center functions. And so we want to make sure that our customers are, are very confident that not only do we have the skills to wrap around all of the legacy stuff, but we also have the skills to successfully do the actual migration to this groundbreaking uh, platform and, and a whole new way of doing IT. So, you know, we build these certifications to support that confidence and to make sure that Nutanix uh, enterprise architects and also our partners have these skills and, the, and that they're recognized. You know? So it's great when someone says, hey, you know, where's my NPX? You know, that's the goal to make sure that this project goes well. We want to see the NPX. So that's what we're after.
2: Interesting. I think that's that's a really good point. I guess there's, you know, there are some features that are unique to Nutanix and there's other features that are... Kind of interesting around being hyperconverged. Obviously, the all of the the regular hypervisor stuff. Actually, maybe it doesn't always apply, and that's kind of you know another reason for MPX.
1: Yeah, so I mean, I I look at Nutanix and I say, as an architect, you know, wow, what a what a great thing to have
2: because it just makes
1: one aspect of doing the solution design so much easier. You know, you have this nice sort of uh, small building block architecture, you know, incrementally scalable, you know, if you need more resources and more performance, you just add to it, you know, very, very flexible, very nice, very simple. It's got that really nice interface, easy to understand, easy to manage, you know, all the good things about Nutanix. But then you look at the other side of the fence and you say, wow, you know, as an architect, as an enterprise architect, I'm still having to build solutions on top out of some very complex solution stacks. And the future for us, you know, is really around simplifying everything. And we really want to get our customers to that point where, you know, this is just really easy for them. It's not a painful process to build a a cloud and scale it. But then we have to look back and say, wow, you know, we're really dragging a lot of legacy stuff with us. And, you know, the whole idea behind this multi-hypervisor enterprise architect certification or multi-solution stack enterprise certification, enterprise architect certification is the ability to do that, right? You know, to, to handle all the legacy stuff and all the complexity that goes along with that and, you know, bring that over onto this new platform and then sort of pave the way for the future where we, we smooth all that stuff out, where we simplify all that stuff and, you know, that's the skill set that we're after. And customers, you know, they look at that idea and they say, wow, you know, do we have anybody in-house? You know, do we know anybody who understands this, who who has that, you know, that mindset and has these skills? And uh, if the answer is no, they don't, we want to make sure that we have uh, someone who specializes in doing that. And that's why we built MPX and that's what it's all about.
2: Is it fair to say the the major difference is the multi hypervisor? So the easy thing to draw comparison to is going to be VCDX because it's the other well known certification from a top class tier. Is it multi hypervisor that makes it drastically different from VCDX, or, or are there other things that make it different, interesting?
1: Yeah. Well, there are some other significant differences, and and really the focus. For NPX is on this idea that you are someone who is skilled in these types of migrations, because we're looking to to change the way that the infrastructure operates. And we have this hyperconverged environment, and that's completely unique. So one of the things that we do, you know, is we make absolutely sure that anyone who's going to be NPX has the real hands-on sort of you know hardware operational plumbing and troubleshooting and management skills, really not so much of a focus with VCDX. Um, you know, VCDX, we didn't get people up in front of a live environment and have them troubleshoot it, a la CCIE, you know, type certification. And we're definitely doing that in MPX, you know, a big differentiator. You know, you have to know the whole thing from the bottom to the top. You got to be hands on. Uh, that's one thing that's really unique. The other thing that's really unique about what we're doing that's different from previous programs that I've been part of is we're actually asking people to come in, and as part of the application process and as part of the performance-based aspect of it, you know, where they're up in front of a, a an actual uh, board and there's examiners. Because we're asking them to lay out very clearly what their vision of the future is as far as the software-defined data center is concerned. So we're saying, hey, you know, uh, how are you going to incorporate technologies like containers? You know, how are you going to be handling, you know, uh, software-defined networking? How are you going to be able, you know, how are you thinking about all of these futures uh, how are you thinking about, you know, new operational models, you know, the DevOps, for example, and, and how is that affecting your practice as a consultant and an enterprise architect? So, you know, we're asking them to give us everything from the bottom layer, physical, hands-on demonstration of those skills all the way through their skills as a as someone who could advise a, an enterprise, a, a global two thousand company on you know where they think technology is going, you know, and they have to be credible, and and that's really a very very broad range of skills, and that really differentiates what we do. That and the multi hypervisor, you know all those things together. Those are really the differentiators, and I think they're very significant. Uh,
0: Mark, I, I know this is a really exciting um, program, and I know a lot of people uh, on Twitter and, and on social have been. Sort of asking um, time commitment. What what kind of time commitment um, do you think someone would needs to put in to sort of get get at, at an NPX level? Um, I know it might be hard to pinpoint. You know you know seventy five hours or or hundred hours. But just in general, can you give maybe uh, you know so your thoughts on on a time commitment around around working towards an NPX um, cert?
1: All right. So that's really going to depend. A lot on your starting point and also on your job role. But the one one thing I really want to emphasize here is that the time commitment cuts both ways with this certification because, you know, Nutanix has to put up significant resources and invest significant time in the review of the documentation, for example. This is going to be a serious time commitment. Um, and also, you know, we, we bring our best people out of the field um, to actually sit on the design review board and and, and work as examiners uh, and, and make sure that they're vetting the skills. And also, you know, we're making a very significant investment in mentoring in this program. It's going to be very mentor driven. I just want to make it very clear to people that when we do ask them to invest their time, that you know, there's a corresponding investment from us that's very significant. And especially in the light of the fact that this program is going to be offered without any fees. So it's a, it's a I hesitate to say a free program because that would imply that, you know, there's no investment. Um, the investment's really in time. And so having said that, I would say that, you know, someone whose normal job role as an enterprise architect or as a solution architect involves designing and then documenting and actually delivering solutions, uh, the time investment is going to be less than someone who is, say, in an SE role and then has to do other things outside their normal job role, for example, to, to build uh, a portfolio and to build the application document set and those kinds of things. But for someone who's in a regular delivery role, who uh, actually does this you know, and has a, a portfolio of work that they can actually leverage uh, to build a document set and so forth, you're looking, I, w- I would say, 100 hours is a good estimate. Mm. Not lightweight in any, by any stretch of the imagination.
0: Yeah, sure and and you you touched on uh, mentoring and and I thought that was very interesting and I don't know if that's unique to this program or or that's in other programs but can you maybe you know talk about that a little bit about the the mentoring piece
1: Yeah sure um and the intention of the program really is that we're going to be looking at applicants qualifications and especially early on in the program to get a mentor, you know, we're going to be giving you one of our solution architects, you know, one of our enterprise architects. And these guys are among the best in the world, you know, so it's, it's a, it's a significant investment on our part. We're going to be looking for people who are at the point where, you know, they, they are pretty close to being ready to assemble the document set and, you know, submit an application and then start preparing themselves for the rigor of the exam. The mentor is really there to make sure that they understand all the program requirements and that the solution design that they're submitting demonstrates knowledge in all the categories where we're doing the testing, uh, that they're all set in terms of their level of knowledge with the second hypervisor that they're going to have to be vetting, you know, that we're going to be vetting them on. Um, and then you know, helping them through the, the submission process. Uh, and then, also helping them to prepare for the for the rigors of the exam, you know what to expect, guiding them in in, in preparation, you know how much hands on they should have uh, the specifics of what they're going to need to know for, for all aspects of the exam so Um, The mentoring process, you know, in the beginning is going to start there. Um, As we move and the program begins to expand and the number of mentors uh, available becomes greater, um, then we'll start the mentoring process earlier. And that will involve things like, you know, helping people gain the skills as a solution architect, helping people identify which of the uh, other solution stacks they should be focusing on and and training on. and, and as the program grows, we'll continue to reach down, and we'll we'll begin building up from NPP, which you currently have other educational offerings and and certifications that kind of feed into NPX. So that's the plan.
0: Yeah, and I think that's really um, I think that's really exciting. I think that, that helps people uh, along their NPX journey. So I you know it's it's sort of a win win because you know we're working with them, they work with us. So that that's really I, I thought a really um, interesting piece uh, of this uh, certification.
1: Yeah, and and the other thing, too, that people should be thinking about is, you know, initially the focus that we're going to have is going to be on our own people, of course, because we want to you know as many of our own people in professional services and the sales organization to achieve this level of super expertise it just benefits the ecosystem so much but also you know to make sure that we're really you know getting our arms around all of our partners and enabling them and bringing them into the program so that you know we have the maximum number of of npxs in the channel for us, uh, actually contributing, right, to the IP and the quality of service uh, solution uh, design and delivery for our partners as well. So we get that consistency um, across the entire ecosystem. So partners are going to be a huge focus for us uh, right off the bat. Uh, and, you know, we will we will also be looking for customer candidates, you know, where they have uh, infrastructure of sufficient size and, and their own internal organizations are f- far enough along the journey towards web scale or they might benefit from someone with MPX skills. So, But, uh, but I expect really the biggest uptake, the biggest interest is going to be uh, internal to Nutanix and, and, and to the partner the partner channel initially.
2: I think the, the testing seems pretty interesting too. I think it's one thing to do a test uh, behind your screen and, and do some troubleshooting. It's another one to like DEF CON 5 when your stuff's hit the, the ceiling and you're trying to figure it out. And that's what it kind of feels like, I guess, if you're doing it in the panel.
1: Absolutely, you know the, the the presence of examiners, especially people who you know you know as peers and you understand how skilled they are, does definitely add a level of interest, if you will, right? I <laughs> say enormous pressure. I don't know, you know, I say a level of interest <laughs> to the whole to the whole operation. Um, it, it actually, you know, makes it kind of exciting. You know, and a, a lot of people who are going to be going after this this level of a certification, they live for that kind of challenge. You know, they they want to be challenged and you know we're more than happy to to provide that challenge in this program definitely
2: does the troubleshooting fall back on the design or is it like specific questions
1: all right so what we're really inter- i don't want to give too much away here uh up front about how we're going to be doing this because it, you know it, it it's it needs to be somewhat secret right? mark i want to i want king this stuff yeah no you know the the good thing about performance based exams is that definitely they don't help you <laughs> you have you have to be able to do it you can't fake it on paper right uh, and that's one of the reasons why we love these performance based exams at this level you know uh, the 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 hands on in NPX, I, you know, and troubleshooting, saying that it's troubleshooting is probably a misnomer. What we're looking at for at this level is really the ability to identify uh, architectural flaws or, or deficiencies in an architecture, for example, that are causing performance issues or causing issues. So we're not on a bug hunt. We're not, uh, you know, looking for something that you you, you would handle as a, a support specialist, for example. As an SRE in our case, for example, you know, we're looking for something where someone can come in and, and get into the environment and identify, you know, a, a problem with the architecture that's causing a performance problem, uh, identify that, you know, have a, a well-defined um Framework for actually identifying a problem like that, and then come up with a solution or resolution to the problem. So, a, a little different than a, a standard standard troubleshooting scenario. Much more architecture focused. Much more solution focused. You know, understanding how the solutions put together, understanding where to look, understanding how to support application performance in in, in that environment. Doing that kind of work, you know, hand, that kind of hands on work, and and that's difficult. That takes a, a lot of skill. It takes a lot of experience. Uh, to be able to do that. And we we want to see that experience at NPX.
2: One thing I thought was interesting too, about the, in the preparation guide was it doesn't look like you can have a fictitious design. It looks like you really need to have something implemented. Is that, is that right? Yeah, that's right.
1: And there's a lot of reasons for that in this case, you know, when you're migrating a company's entire infrastructure to completely new platform, you know, we want to have people out there who they've been around the block Uh, They've demonstrated those skills, and they've built a portfolio of work that says that they're qualified to do that kind of work. So fictitious designs, uh, wholly fictitious designs are not going to be allowed. Um, There are some things that make this a little more accessible. Uh, One of the things is certainly the fact that we do allow design teams. Um, So if you are, for example, someone who works primarily in in an SE role, for example, and you want to be involved in MPX, well, you can be part of a design team. Um, However, the interesting thing is that if you are part of a team and you enter the program and, you know, you're part of a team-based submission, when it comes down to actually doing the performance-based testing, you'll have to know every aspect of that solution design as if you were the principal architect, So, you know, you you can use your peers and use the design process to learn all of the things that you need to know, but you still have to know those things uh, when you go through the process. So. Part of you know building an application can be a learning experience for someone, and give them access to these other areas uh, um, uh, and other job roles they don't normally function in. But you know the learning curve will be steep for someone who's not well versed in solution design and delivery.
2: I kind of really like the the analyst aspect too. Kind of you know where where will web skill take you? What's what's next? Um, and kind of giving some type of roadmap for their own opinions on on where to go. I think from an architecture perspective, you not only do you have to plan for what's today, but you kind of have to give some type of a roadmap in your design for, for what's coming. So that's that's interesting too. I don't know if that's unique with the program or not. I think
1: it is. And you know, that kind of acumen really separates someone who's going to be a credible advisor to a global 2000, you know, CIO, CTO, CTO CEO, whatever you want to pick at the C-level. Um, versus you know someone who is there just to provide a solution you know at that particular point in time yeah. so very very important to what we do you know we, we want these people to be visionaries we say it right up front you know visionaries for web scale, and part of it is having vision you got to have to show it you 're going have to demonstrate that you have it
2: as far as um, the MPP the platform professional is a requirement. Um, I think that the support specialist, is not, but fair to say, it's recommended. Yeah, absolutely recommended. Um, and you know, for a lot
1: of reasons. One reason is because you have to have some point of entry into the into the environment. You know, um, where you've actually you understand hands on. You know how to how to run things, how to troubleshoot things, where to look. You know, uh, you understand the the APIs, you understand the CLI, you understand all of those things about the platform. And that's just a really good place to start. I would not. I wouldn't say that. Hey, you know, do your NPP and then your NSS and you're done. Boom. You know, obviously those are just points of entry, uh, but I think that you know, considering that relative to all the knowledge that you have, those requirements are pretty lightweight. It's a reasonable expectation that we should have people being introduced to our our education and our certification programs uh, from the bottom up, even if you're going for NPX.
2: I guess because it requires a, an actual design that's implemented and you mentioned it, you know, from our partners and other Nutanix employees. If you're a customer and you already have something implemented, can you use that for a submission or as long as it meets the requirements or do you have to kind of go do something again?
1: Well, I would say that you certainly can if you were part of if you were a significant <clears throat> contributor to the to the design and delivery of the solution. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean if, if it's there and you show up as a new employee and you're like hey I my an <laughs> environment that's a, that's a totally different thing. So uh, as long as you were a contributor, yeah. And as long as you're willing to learn all aspects of that solution to the point where you could you could be the principal architect, then you're good to go. So, you know, no one no one has said that any of this is going to be easy. Uh there's a lot of rigor, right? And quite frankly, the interesting thing is that a lot of the complexity and a lot of the the uh knowledge that you need to acquire the difficulty really is on the solution stacks that we have to implement on nutanix right the nutanix part that that's the fun part of the whole thing i think you know because it's just such a simple and elegant way to build things but you know if you're going to be an enterprise architect in the world today you got to have your arms around the the complex stuff as well
2: yeah there's there's a whole lot to it if you're kinda of thinking of the, the broader picture, the networking, um, if you're having some type of third party backup, just whatever kind of design and constraints that might come out of the woodwork, those are the it's always the oddball stuff. I think the well, I'm obviously biased, but I think the Nutanix stuff would be the the easy part of this. It's kind of everything on top of it.
1: Yeah, you know, and in the perfect world of the future, when it's all Nutanix, <laughs> <then> <laughs> things, things will be much easier for everybody. You know, but that simple is a journey for us, right? So, you know, we have to start here. We'll get there. But uh, it's a journey for us as well. I guess just in closing, you know, the, the, the thing to say is that anybody who wants to know about this made it really easy. Just go ahead and use npx at Nutanix.com. I will be on the other side of that alias. And more than happy to connect you with any resources, any documents, uh, any information you 'd like to have about the program, and you know i 'll just do what i 've done uh, all along, which is you know make sure that the people who are interested and who want to take a shot at this have the resources they need so i'm really excited and looking forward to the people who are going to apply and seeing you know us graduate our first uh, Nutanix platform experts
2: it uh, 's exciting. Um... I'm definitely thinking about it myself, but uh, we'll see where it all goes between uh, here and, and the future. Um, I guess yeah. one actually closing question with uh, the .next conference kind of lurking sure. in the background. Will there be some NPXs already kind of lined up for that, or is that still to, to be determined?
1: Well, I'll tell you this. There will be some very exciting news around the program at the .next conference. But that's that's a cat I would like to keep in the bag until the appropriate time. But people can be prepared to be
2: wowed, I guess I would say. <laughs> you heard it here. Get to the dot .next conference. Actually. Yeah,
1: absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely, hey, if you can make it.
0: Speaking of the Next community, um, you're also on there, right? You've you've posted some threads on there, and you want to have discussions there with, uh, with our community.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And as part of the, uh, you know, if you, if you just go ahead and uh, – send an email to MPX uh, at Nutanix.com. Uh, the documentation and everything has the pointers to the, the forum. The URL is a little long for me to say here uh, on the podcast, but absolutely we do have a forum and uh, we have our program FAQ. We also have the program schedule, which, which has the application due dates and the NPX design review exam dates uh, for 2015. Uh, They're in uh, September and in December. And, uh, Love to have you come into the communities, Uh, love to have you ask questions, Uh, engage with us, and we're more than happy to answer any questions you have there, engage in in any dialogue about the MPX program.
2: Right on. Well, thanks again, Mark, for your time, and uh, another congrats on getting it out the door. I know uh, countless meetings in in time in, so great to see. Well, Angelo, Dwayne, Laura, John, always a pleasure.
0: Thanks for listening. Don't forget to follow Nutanix on Twitter for latest news and announcements. Subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. And if you're so inclined, please review us on iTunes. If you're interested in being a guest on the podcast or have a topic idea, let us know at community at I am Angelo Luciani. I'm Laura Whalen. And I'm John Mark Troyer. See you next time.